it is. Not at all. <laughs> no, look. I... Thank you. Morning. <laughs> what? That's it. Good morning. I was just getting interested. Sorry, the five minutes is up. Morning, sir. Good morning. Do you ever think about, like, the big issues, you know? I mean, like, where do we come from? What are we here for? The big questions. Here comes the sun. Here comes the sun. I say, it's all right. All things must pass just shows the nature of the physical world. Everything is changing all the time. We get born and we die. But we are in this body and we go through from birth to death. We stay the same. The soul is the same, but the body is changing. And like that, you know, it's called duality and it just keeps changing. But everything passes except essence of that which is our soul. George Harrison. Coming up next on the hour, the ever popular Urban Guru Cafe. This is John Lennon. You may say This week, John Wheeler. This is part two. If I could just get the mind quiet, you know, or if I could get the mind to stay peaceful, then that would be the answer. And, uh, you know, many of us have tried that, and that turns out to be not not the full answer because it's just it's kind of suppressing the symptoms but it's not really getting to the real root of what's driving the concept so if we can achieve a calm mind or kind of go into silence or something well, I mean that's great for that time being but what happens when you know when the mind arises and then you kind of discover that the concepts and beliefs and the notion of being a separate self hasn't really been examined so you're right back where you started from. 
would you say to someone who said, I want everlasting peace and to be happy all the time, not just some of the time? Know who you are. Know the truth of your being. Uh, discover that place in yourself in which there has never been a concept of separation because that reality within ourselves has never been subject to suffering. It's never been unhappy. It's never been limited. And so to just look to our own experience and discover that in which what he's kind of talking about is the nature of what it is always by definition. Because, you know, if we pause the conceptual ideas and just simply see what's here in this moment, there is no you here, there's no I, there's no time, there's no past, there's no future, there's no separation. In fact, there's nothing wrong. And it is that experience that he's kind of saying, you know, I'd like to have that all the time. So we find that in our direct experience. So I guess that's all I could say is that if, if you want to uh, see that or, or find that, just have a good look to see what's being pointed to, see what you truly are, look at what you are prior to the concepts, and you'll be really pleased to discover that it already is what you're seeking, which goes back to that thing, right, of what you are seeking, you already are that. I think we've been doing it all along, just this discussion itself and seeing what our experience actually is. I mean, that's it's nothing fancy. I mean, it's nothing special. It's just a matter of what's my true being. I mean, you know, I know that I am. I guess that's one thing to stress is that our being is not in question. It's not like, do I exist? Am I present? Is there a sense of existence here. That's, there's no question about that. There's no debate about that. It's not even about how do I see that? How do I get to that? No, that's just, that's nailed down as a self-evident, undeniable fact. In other words, this simple fact of our being that we already cannot deny, let's just, uh, instead of thinking and cogitating and conceptualizing, let's look for ourselves in our own direct experience and see for ourselves what is this. That's all. paradox of there being a teacher in all of this when there is nothing to know? Well, there is something to know, and that is who you are. And if we haven't heard that, or we've never considered that possibility, it's very helpful if somebody does us the favor of pointing that out, saying, hey, why don't you have a look at that? That's all a teacher is doing. They can't, I mean, a so-called teacher, it's a friend lending a helping hand to say, hey, you know, did you consider this? So, I don't think that there's nothing to know. I mean, it's not that your being is something you're going to go grasp as some object somewhere, but, you know, if we're knocking about in the appearance of things, never having stopped to consider, you know, who we are, I think that it's fair to say that that's worth looking into. And uh, we eventually may come across somebody who basically just goes right to that and makes that very clear have a look at this. That's what I see as someone who's called a teacher is basically saying, is only pointing and then, you know, realizing that, you know, I think one thing that's very important and I've very rarely ever found in the spiritual marketplace was somebody who could simply point to that and leave it wide open and pristine without inserting themselves back in as a teacher or you as a student or overlaying it with some concept. It's very, very rare because most 
of the times that we're hearing about topics like this, it's always getting into you know the concepts of, of things. So uh, to to meet someone who points directly to this and then leaves it with no concept, uh, that's the beauty. That's the beauty of it. And I don't I don't. That's a very valuable thing. It's a very helpful thing. And like Nasagadara said, it's about taking you beyond the need for further help immediately. Yeah. Yeah, because once you realize the simplicity and truth of what we're talking about, you are beyond the need of further help. We're talking about being beyond the need of further help. Well, let's just look at this in another way. Does being need any help? Help! I need somebody! Help! Does consciousness need any help? It doesn't really make sense. I mean, you know, your being isn't asking for help. Somebody help me. So the, the truth of it is, is that this nature that we're talking about is completely uh, beyond any help. And again, that what ties us all together is, is you are that. Is that, you know, that being or presence that is beyond help happens to be one and the same as what you are. So that's why it always, to me, it always gets back down to this clarification of who and what we are. Because what we find is something very extraordinary and very profound that we may have overlooked, and that is we've never been incomplete. We've never had a problem. There's never been anything wrong with us. There never was the whole time. Problem is all inside your head, she said to me. The answer is easy if you take it logically. I'd like to help you in your struggle to be free. We've never had a problem. There's never been anything wrong with us. There never was the whole time. But we thought that there was because we followed the concept. And we tended to believe this acquired concept that was saying, you're limited somehow, but we didn't verify that against our direct experience. Once we see what we truly are, how there's nothing wrong with us, and that our being has never been compromised, that it's actually inherently free, so free that it needs no special spiritual experience even, why would we turn around and tell somebody that somehow they would need any of those things. So I think that somehow, you know, when we see who we are and we see others as that same reality, then I think all that we can do if we're honest with our own direct experience is simply point to that and stress that and try to show in as many ways as, as we can that the limitation has never happened. Not to give somebody a program of do this, do this, do this, and someday you'll be okay. Like some people say, well, okay, non-duality is true, and of course we're all the oneness, but it usually takes many lifetimes to achieve that, which, I, which, is not, which is not true, because that's just 
it's kind of acknowledging conceptually this idea that, yes, we're all the oneness, but it leaves you hanging on to this thing of, oh, I guess it's going to take me many lifetimes to achieve that. So essentially, it puts you right back into the concepts. I used to, back in the days when I was going around to different teachers, I was kind of frustrated because I felt like it was kind of, you're getting not, getting pushed and pulled back and forth saying, you're free, but you're not. There's nothing to do. It's all this, but yet this, but, you know, whatever. And uh, kind of speaking to you at different levels. And I, and, I mean, I, I found that that was uh, not particularly helpful and would leave myself and most uh, people listening to that kind of message essentially right where they started as seeing themselves as a limited being who is still not whole and complete. Wasted years Been brainwashed by life I just can't see the things I should see Wasted years, baby Oh, oh, oh. I was taking the wrong advice I know you was, I know you were And I was too Because, you know, if if you tell somebody Yes, you're whole and complete, but only when you stabilize it and live in it and you abide there permanently, only then will you really be okay. Well, what you're really saying is you're not whole and complete, that there is something limited about you. sense in non-duality if we say that there is no time, that what you are is immediately here right now and there is no other time but now. Yeah, well, I, I remember one specific instance was when I was uh, talking to Sailor Bob and I was kind of wrapped up in this getting enlightened in the future thing, which all my friends were doing and constantly pursuing all that and hanging out with teachings and stuff that were constantly just talking about that. You know, Bob just said something very simple to me. He says, uh, Oh, you, you know, you think that there's some enlightenment in the future. And I think that I did. And he said, well, you know, haven't you seen that time itself is a mental concept? And that statement right there just annihilated my interest in that kind of spirituality because I realized I was essentially hoping to find freedom in essentially imagination, which is, would be just like thinking I was going to find water in a mirage that I was never going to find it there. But that the point that time is itself an arising concept with no real substance, that part had been missed by me. And I think a lot of the teachers that were talking about the future and that were actually giving a reality to that, that they weren't questioning that concept. Because if, if they would have stopped and said, well, you know, time itself is conceptual, then how could they say that in a certain number of years, as you went deeper into this, then the freedom would come. That was very helpful. So that kind of questioning, you know, the concepts in a very uh, direct way.
and I can go on and on about this stuff. It's always fascinating to uh, to keep looking at all these things. You know, it's kind of like a, a gem or a jewel. It's got all these facets. I mean, it's basically one gem there, and you can kind of turn it around, and each little facet is kind of uh, interesting and kind of reveals something. But, you know, the whole time you're just constantly looking at the same basic truth of it. You know, we've talked about certain specific things, but I hope that the point that comes out is to always realize that it's always getting back to this simple truth of who and what we are. And all of the angles and approaches and ways of talking about this are always kind of reorienting back to the same basic point that is before the next concept appears or before the question or kind of doubt appears that what we're talking about is already established and thou art that, you know, that's what you are. And just to uh, pause in that moment and appreciate that. Because, see, at that stage, it's not a doing any longer. You know, it's not like nobody's doing their being. Nobody's doing their consciousness. And, you know, in that direct, immediate knowing, prior to the concepts, there is no person or entity even present to even engage in any kind of a doing. And, and so all of those kinds of issues about what do I do and how do I get it and all this kind of thing only arise with the appearance of the concept. So once we kind of come back to this simplicity of what's here, I, I like to look at it more like enjoying the fragrance of, of a rose, let's say, just, just sheer enjoyment of the perfume of the the depth of, of the sweetness of that. It's not because you're no longer uh, doing anything. You're no longer even seeking or questioning or doubting or even asking anything. You're just simply kind of imbibing and enjoying the uh, the fullness of of this, you know. That's what we're doing, I think, you know, in, in talking about this, really, is just coming back and touching into this. And, and then you realize, when you realize this is what I am, then it's all whole and complete. Because how are you going to move away from this fullness or this, this piece of this when it's just simply the truth of who you are? And you can't, and you can't leave it. And then everything is, everything is whole and complete. I mean, one thing I wanted to say, and I guess it's uh, just a topic uh, about the stuff about talking about this stuff. I mean, you know, there's really nothing to say. You know, being is, and you are that, and everything's fine. And, you know, there's no real driving thing that's going to say, you know, there are topics, right, that we need to talk about. And there are, sometimes when people look at non-duality, they think it's this kind of body of knowledge that you're studying, that you're studying all these concepts and you're learning texts and you're trying to absorb all this information and somehow that that's what this is. And that's a fundamental, you know, kind of a, a misperception because what we're really talking about is what we've been talking about all along, which is this simple fact of being what you are. And so there's nothing to talk about about that. I mean, there's no, there's no concept that can enhance that, right? So there's nothing that we can say or comment on or philosophize about that in any way touches that or enhances that even the slightest degree. And so, strictly speaking, there's nothing to to study or, or say. And so these kinds of questions and dialogue is mostly coming up if somebody has a question. 
You know, so they say, what about this? What about that? Or whatever. And then there might be some dialogue. And all that dialogue is doing is it's exposing the concept and saying, you know, hey, that's just a concept. Come back to this and you come back to this. And then here you are again. And so, so it's important to see that because really, you know, that's why a lot of these discussions, I think, are sometimes a little bit confusing to people when they just come into this is they're, they're trying to piece together all of the concepts. Is it awareness? Is it this? What do I, you know, what are they talking about? What do I need to understand? And the truth of it is you don't need to understand any of that. truth of it is you don't need to understand any of that because that's just people beginning a conversation based on a certain set of presuppositions or a certain kind of assumption in language and then kind of maneuvering to the point that you see what's here without the concept and so the language or where we start from these discussions is not that relevant really I mean it seems to be relevant because somebody seems to have a genuine question in which they seem to feel something limited, right? So, so these discussions, what I find, and you know, when I'm talking with people and just kind of sitting with this over the last few years, is that what's really driving this is this live dialogue in which a question appears, and then you have some discussion about it just long enough to realize that the basis of the question isn't true. And then you're back to this. It's not like we say, okay, yeah, but what are all the topics that we covered? Well, we didn't, there are no topics. What are all the terms? What are the right things to do? What about this? What about that? But because in, in the light of, of what's here right now, there's no question. So it's, it's kind of interesting to realize because otherwise, you know, it feels like, is this about understanding all of these pointers and the ways people talk about them. Do I need to understand uh, everything's the oneness? Gee, I don't understand that, or, or, or there's no person here, or that, whatever it is, or, or everything is consciousness. And you know, it seems like I need to understand that, but you don't, because what you really only need to see is that which is simple and undeniable here, which has nothing to do with the concept, and that's really what it is. And, and the language part was just kind of you know, incidental along the way. But some people make that language part of it as if that was, you know, what this was about, saying, you know, we're studying the concepts. Like somebody goes back to historical Advaita Vedanta, they're studying Vedanta texts and all that kind of thing. That's not really what this was. So so it's like if there's a question or there's a discussion, then there's something that uh, comes up. But if there's no question, well, what do you say, you know? Listening to the Urban Guru Cafe. I think I can make it now. The pain is gone. 
guest this week, John Wheeler. That was part two. The Urban Guru Cafe is produced in Australia. You like things explained, don't you? I know more than you think. And you think more than you know. The knowledge is not the same as wisdom. Yeah, what's the difference? Everybody's talking at me. I don't hear words saying. Only the echoes of my mind. I won't let you leave my love behind. Coming up next on Reality Radio, a program on how to sue your guru. <laughs> I'm just kidding. We say welcome to the mission. Show us all that you can do. We need a man with vision. So we put our trust in you. Now we hope sincerely that you do the best that you can do. That's it. Morning. <laughs> I was just getting interested. Sorry, the five minutes is up.